Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When single mom Katie Cole met a handsome man with strong family values, she knew right away he was the one. Anthony was excited to be a father. We couldn't wait to start our own family. They had a beautiful home and they were very happy together. But Katie's dreams of the perfect partner came crashing down when she discovered he was willing to do anything to hide his true nature. Anthony was very controlling because he had a lot to hide these guys were out there armed. He spiraled out of control. I was definitely freaking out. When it comes to love and marriage, things aren't always as they seem. In the fall of 2006, 25-year-old single mom Katie Cole was seeking her footing in the adult world. My previous relationship just didn't work out, so I was taking business administration classes and raising my daughter. It was stressful being a single mom, but I had family and friends helping out a lot. A Staten Island cop's daughter, Katie hadn't found the right career or Mr. Right yet, but the red-haired beauty did know one thing. I was open to finding love, finding someone to help me, you know, raise this baby up and take part in her life. Unfortunately, no one really stood out to Katie. Until that September, while at a party, when she met a friend of a friend, Anthony Greco. At the end of the night, I was sitting in my car and he was throwing eggcorns at my car <laughs> to get my attention, I guess. I said to my friends, I was like, is your friend an idiot? <laughs> you know, like, why is he throwing things at my car? And she said... That's just my friend Anthony. <laughs> I guess he didn't know what to say, and that was his way of being like, hey, notice me. <laughs> and Katie couldn't help but notice how attractive the 27-year-old was. Anthony, he was handsome. I'm Katie. On the outside, he was very rough and rugged. And I guess that's one of my faults. I always went for the bad boy. So a few weeks later, Katie invited Anthony over for dinner and was glad she did. We talked about a lot of things. So tell me about your daughter. She's beautiful. He did mention he wanted kids one day. Really? Like, I, I really can't wait to have my own. He was a foreman. And his future goals were to open his own contracting company. I found Anthony's ambition and his, his drive to be attractive. 
Over the next few weeks, Anthony began spending more and more time at Katie's house. The relationship progressed really, really fast. Faster than I or anyone could have imagined it would. He was fantastic with my daughter. Being a single mom, it's a package deal, and you know, a lot of guys can't handle that, and Anthony seemed to be more than happy with it. When Katie met Anthony, he sounded like the perfect guy. He wanted to be involved with her and with her daughter. He sounded like he was able to provide her with everything that she had wanted and hoped for. So just two months later, Katie and her daughter found themselves moving into Anthony's beautiful home. He was like, the house is big enough for us, big enough for your daughter. It was moving fast, but it, it was moving in the right direction. But she had no sooner moved in when drama came knocking on her new front door. We're sitting on the couch, and it's late. Anthony said, Oh my God, this is my ex-girlfriend. Uh, I was like, wait, what? He said, let me go handle this. I hear her screaming, saying, you gave her the life that I was supposed to have. I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be living here with you. This shouldn't be home right now. This should be us. I was, like, shocked. He's like, I'm in love with this girl, and, you know, I, I want to spend the rest of my life with this girl. And then she's like, all right, uh, I'm just glad you guys are happy. And I hope you guys have a wonderful life together. <laughs> she ends up leaving. Anthony explained the incident by telling Katie that his ex-girlfriend, Melissa, had never accepted their breakup. So that, that was the end of it. I just, I let it go. Anthony seemed to be someone that I could have a future with. So that Christmas Eve, Katie was thrilled when Anthony popped the question. I was a little surprised that he had proposed so soon. But I was happy that my granddaughter had a father figure in her life. Two months later, Katie and Anthony said their vows in an intimate ceremony at a gorgeous lakeside club. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I kind of felt like, wow, I, I can't believe I'm actually getting the fairy tale ending. But it wouldn't take long for Katie's fairy tale to turn into a nightmare when her husband hatched a sinister plot that would destroy her family forever. I never saw this coming. The lengths he went to were unbelievable. I started crying and screaming, just tell me the truth. In February of 2007, newlyweds Katie and Anthony Greco were raising her daughter and anxious to start a family of their own. I felt like no matter what happens now, you know, we're, we're starting our life and it's, it's official. As one of her new wifely duties, Katie decided to take over the finances and soon discovered something odd. Anthony did not know how to pay his bills. He didn't have a bank account. The money was not enough to cover all of the bills. I mean, the mortgage was out of control high. But Anthony reassured his bride. He told Katie he recently filed a lawsuit against the builder of his house and was expecting a million dollar payday. Anthony was confident that the money from the lawsuit would solve all the problems financially that we were having. Trust me. And I'm like, all right, okay. So when Katie learned she was pregnant that May, she had every expectation that Anthony would be a provider for their family. 
He always said, I want to make sure that my kids have everything I didn't have when I was growing up, and they never know the struggles that I knew. But four months into her pregnancy, her husband was still struggling to make ends meet. So the two felt they had no choice but to foreclose on the house and move in with Katie's parents. I was very excited when they moved home. I wanted them to be secure. I didn't want them to worry. A lot of people, small house, but we made it work. Once their son was born in February 2008, Katie's hopes were bolstered by Anthony's ability as a loving father. Still, money was tight, so when Anthony suggested they move to Florida, where he was raised, Katie thought the move might be just what they needed. He thought that it would be easier to get a job out there. It's a good place to raise kids, and I thought it would be ideal, that maybe we needed a fresh start. So that spring, Anthony's family helped the couple rent an apartment in Tampa, and Anthony accepted a low-paying job as a security guard. I think Anthony wanted to be the breadwinner and provider, but the money was still not enough to cover all of the bills. He kept thinking that this lawsuit's going to come and save the day, and I found out I was pregnant again. At first, I was just scared. He still wasn't able to support us, and I'm home with two kids. It was a sticky situation. To add to her frustration, Katie couldn't help but notice something different about her husband in Florida. He became more secretive. He began taking long walks at night without me. He was changed. One morning, kids were still sleeping. Anthony decided he's going to go to the gym, and he left his phone on the table. So I looked over his phone, and I found a phone number that wasn't saved for a New York cell phone. Katie was shaken when she recognized the voice that answered as Melissa. I was shocked. I was like, are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. She said that he was telling her, I always loved you. I always wanted to be with you. The only reason I'm with her now is because I have children with her. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like, this is not happening right now. Katie confronted Anthony the moment he stepped foot in the door. I saw the number on the phone. Yeah, I talked to her. Katie. Katie. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. She's been calling me. I knew he was lying, but I had nobody in Florida, and I was isolated from everything. I was desperate to come home, be back in Staten Island. I told him, you're either with me or you're not, and he decided that he would rather have his family. So I gave him another chance. So that winter, the Grecos all moved back to New York and into Katie's parents' home again. But not even the comforts of home could save Katie when her husband's strange behavior reached a whole new level. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I felt like I couldn't protect Taro or the grandkids. He was really going off the deep end. I was devastated. I never thought I would land in such a nightmare. By the winter of 2008, after giving birth to their second child, Katie Greco and her husband Anthony had come full circle. It was mixed emotions being back at my parents' house. I was glad because I knew we were okay and we were safe, but I felt defeated because we didn't make it in Florida. So in November 2010, when Katie's grandfather died, the pair chose to move 85 miles away to Coopersburg, Pennsylvania. I wanted to be closer to my grandmother and it was more cost effective to be up there. And the icing on the cake would be that we're not where the ex-girlfriend is. Life seemed a little more stable for the couple. But the very next month, Katie was astounded to learn she was pregnant yet again. I was scared to death. I mean, granted, we were grounded and things were okay for the moment, but I knew with this last baby that we were always going to struggle. Adding to the pressure, Anthony found out that the big payday he had been expecting wasn't coming. When Anthony found out that the lawsuit was finally going to be settled for way less than he initially planned for, he was livid. Anthony definitely spiraled out of control. He became angry, irrational. He would fight with me over a fork being in the spoon's draw, like nonsense. It's just a fork. You could tell that Katie was under a lot of stress. They had three kids, she was pregnant with the fourth. And she just wanted to come home. I didn't want my kids to think that this was a normal, healthy relationship. So I decided to move back to Staten Island because his anger was out of control. Anthony tried everything in his power to get me to stay, but I was done. So in October 2012, Katie moved back home and gave birth to their third child. She and Anthony were amicable and agreed to put off their custody hearing until the divorce was final. We decided that he would take them every other weekend down to Pennsylvania. 
So that was fine by me. He would come get them on a Friday and return them on Sunday. They would go have a good time, come home, no problem. But one weekend, Katie couldn't help but notice Anthony came to get the kids in a brand new car. I walk out of the house and I'm looking for the minivan that he was driving. And he said, no, no, I'm, I'm driving this blue Cadillac. And I said, well, whose car is this? And he goes, oh, it's a, you know, it's a relative of his, whatever. And that wasn't the only change in her ex. He looked like he got hit by a Mack truck. Forget five o'clock shadow, he had like 24 hour shadow. Yeah, I know. I'm working late. Something was definitely not right, but who am I to say like, you don't look right, you're not taking the kids, you know? I just kind of like noted it. The next evening, Katie called to say goodnight to her children as usual. He picked up the phone, sounded normal at first, no problem. All of a sudden he says, uh, I have to let you know there was an issue here. The cops were here. What do you mean the cops were there? And then he said, there was a robbery in the area. Oh my God. The person tried to get into our house. He's like, don't worry, you know, nothing's wrong. He really didn't get into specifics and Jack thought it was over at that point. But the following morning, when Katie received a phone call from a detective, she discovered it was far from over. They were very scared. They felt like they were going to die that day. I was freaking out. I knew I had to get my kids away from him. On November 12, 2012, Katie Greco received an early morning wake-up call from a detective in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. I pick up the phone and the man on the other end says, you know, this is detective so-and-so. And he proceeds to tell me that there was a bank robbery. A robbery? The bank robbery occurred November 8, 2012 at the TD Bank, which is in Quakertown. The man comes into the bank wearing this ridiculous ZZ Top beard. He has a gun. He gets the money, runs out the door. Luckily, no one was hurt, and the robber only netted about $650. He said the person fled in a vehicle, and the vehicle was found on the property that was leased to me and my husband. When the detective told Katie the make of the vehicle, she sat in utter shock. He said it was a dark-colored Cadillac. Does that ring a bell? Now I'm reflecting on all the events of that weekend. The crazy look in his eyes, the way he sounded when I spoke to him on Saturday. I just initially felt like I, I couldn't be honest. I was like, no, I, I, don't, I don't know of a blue Cadillac. Katie could only think about one thing. I text Anthony. I'm freaking out and I, I just could not have my kids home soon enough. Once the children were home safely, Katie barraged Anthony with questions. When Anthony dropped the children off, I made sure they were in the house, they were out of earshot. And I told him that the detective called. I said, I know you were driving that car. What's going on? And he's like, It's not my car. Okay? It wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. He assured me that everything was fine, but I knew something wasn't right. Whatever. I'm gonna go see the kids. I thought about him joking about robbing a bank. Trust, rob a bank Like, who jokes about that? Katie was determined to get to the bottom of it. And a few weeks later, she got her chance. He had come over, and he was having a visit with the kids, and the kids had gone to bed, and we started drinking wine. And I said, Look, I know what you did. You need to tell me the truth. I deserve to know the truth. 
you had my kids up there, I trusted you, and I want to know now. And he said, uh... It didn't go as planned. You actually robbed a bank? Katie listened in horror as the father of her children confessed to hatching a plan to rob the bank with a man named Joe Scala. Anthony Greco and Joe Scala were longtime friends. Joseph Scala had a drug problem, and he would pretty much do anything. Anthony got his gullible friend to go along with it to get some money for drugs. But Anthony Greco was the mastermind of this crime. He's like, I was supposed to pump gas. Joe was supposed to go into the bank, do it, take off. And then if the police were following him, I was to cut the police off, causing a crash and a diversion so he could get out of you know the area. I was outraged because this meant he brought my kids up there, knowing damn well what he did. So I called the lieutenant, and I said, you wanted to know if I heard anything else? And they said, well, I'm telling you what he told me. Me letting them know that he confessed to me was just icing on the cake. They had all kinds of evidence. Cops were able to look inside the car. They saw gloves, they saw the bag, they saw all the the stuff from the bank robbery. Detectives matched the license plate from the Cadillac to Anthony Greco and the DNA from the items found in the car to Joe Scala. Four months after the robbery, police arrested them both. I was happy when Anthony was arrested, but I also knew that this was going to put a lot of stress on Katie. And to watch my friend go through all that was very painful. On November 12th, 2013, Anthony Greco pled guilty to 22 charges, including robbery, conspiracy, and reckless endangerment. He was sentenced to three to 10 years in prison. His partner in crime, Joe Scala, pled guilty to the same charges and was sentenced to seven to 14 years in prison due to the enhanced nature of his crimes. Anthony Greco told the judge that at the time of the bank robbery, he had four kids, his wife was leaving him, and he thought if he had more money, she would stay. It was just an excuse. He was so angry and so bitter over not getting this lawsuit money that he felt was his. I think his greed got the better of him. Today, Katie is still dealing with the aftermath of her husband's crimes. It hurt to have to tell my kids. I can handle a lot, but to look at your kids and have to explain things, big people problems to little people, they don't get it. If Katie ever decided to settle down again, that person would have their work cut out for them to prove themselves to be trustworthy. But Katie still hopes that one day Anthony will have a renewed bond with his children. As angry as I am with him, he's still their dad. And I hope that this experience will let him realize that there's more to life than your own selfishness and your decisions affect everyone around you.